In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you please hit the subscribe button. Uh, send us a few quid if you can, via Patreon or PayPal. Keep the comments coming, and please, above all, keep us in your prayers and in your masses. I want to talk about something which is quite topical. Um, kind of dangerous maybe to talk about and there's always the danger of of lack of charity and whatever. But I, I do think that uh, Catholic commentators, even one as modest as myself, uh, I mean modest in terms of, of, of scale, uh, of reach, um, where, you know, I'm extremely arrogant, but anyway. I think I think we should comment on it, however briefly, and that's the whole um, rucus, the whole kerfuffle in church militant. Because if we're honest, most of the Catholics who are who are into the internet and into YouTube and all the rest of it are very aware of church militant, whether we agree with them or not, and very aware of the powerful, very charismatic figure. Uh, who founded it and is at the centre of it, or was until the last few days ago, Michael Voris. And Michael Voris now, it would appear, has had to leave Church Militant at the insistence of its board of directors uh, on, on, under the umbrella, if you like, of the, the morality clause, which is, um, as you might expect in this contract, uh, it would be for any, any Catholic media organisation like that. There would be some kind of morality clause. They haven't specified in what way he, he offended against the clause. Uh, Voris had previously made clear that he had, at one stage in his life, and for quite a while, uh, led um, a life that was somewhat sexually ambivalent. It was, it was, uh, he had, he had homosexual experience. Uh, he, he had lived with men and all the rest of it, and he had come back to his faith and had uh, changed his life in that regard. The speculation is, of course, that perhaps, well, he slipped and went back to that way of life. Church militant aren't clarifying. Michael Voris hasn't clarified. Uh, people who've asked for clarification have been, uh, by some, criticised uh, for prying and for lack of charity. But it may reasonably be pointed out that, you know, Michael and church militant were ruthless enough in following up uh, stories of a similar kind with regard to church figures and that probably a bit more clarity would have been wise and in order, no matter how humiliating and how difficult. This is a horrible time for him, it must be, and a horrible time for church militant. They have their faults, but they've done a lot of good work as well. Now, they have real faults. If you ask me, I've always thought that one of the real faults is that Michael came from a very aggressive media background. He had a few Emmys, I think. Um, he has kind of that tabloid approach um, and tabloid newspapers tend to be fantastic at finding stories and ferreting out the facts. Uh, what they do with it then maybe is, is, is not always so admirable with respect. They can play very fast and loose with the with the facts as they find them. Um, I'm not saying Michael did that, uh, and I'm not saying that he necessarily fell again with men or whatever it was. That hasn't been clarified. Uh, it doesn't doesn't look great. 
and as I said, it's brutal for the organisation he founded, although they're still going. I believe it has caused a lot of internal trouble. I'm going to say something now that I think... Um, it's going to sound naive, idealistic, silly, maybe. I, I wish we could get to a more genuine Christian place. I wish we could get to a different place. Because I feel that the way we go, we go on about uh, what happens when somebody in leadership slips, I feel that the, the ruthlessness with which it's pursued, having been in some cases, as with McCarrick, ignored for years, for years, I feel it's not healthy. That it encourages, as Ben Shapiro said, you know, because it happens in this witch hunting that goes on in, in, in the secular sphere as well, that it encourages shamelessness, the emergence of the most shameless, of the least admirable, and that in terms of making the strongest survive, it plays to strengths that you may not necessarily want in leaders. And if not shamelessness, then it creates remarkable cunning and slyness and insincerity. And again, it may not be the best people who survive. Very good people will fall. We have seen this in politics. Uh, I mean... We've seen it in the church, my God, we've seen it in the church. Now, I accept straight away where you're dealing with issues of child abuse and that, you know, that, that level of thing. Uh, there is no coming back in terms of ministry or career. That's necessary and I accept that, right? But in other respects, it should perhaps be possible for somebody in leadership who has already been clear about his shall we say his um his tastes his orientation uh his his uh, weakness his temptation or horrors that they should be able to say i want to tell you something i've i've fallen uh, after years of chastity i've fallen and, and I have fallen badly. And this is what happened. I wanted you to be the first to hear it because I've led you. And I didn't want you to hear it from anybody else. And I'm going to go now and I'm going to do penance and make reparation. And uh, you won't be seeing me for a while. But I may come back again in some, in some uh, capacity when I have... How will I put this? When I have by the grace of God, fought my way back to a better place when I'm wiser and humbler and sadder and maybe stronger. I don't think that the system, if you could call it a system, that we have permits that. And I don't, th I, I, I don't think it happens. And the result is, I mean, Christine Nile said that she... She knew something was wrong for quite some time, that over a year ago he had stopped praying with the staff and that that was a huge part originally of the ethos and a huge part of the vision of the place. Uh, that they all prayed together, that they attended mass together, that that had stopped, uh, on his part at least. And uh, 
I mean, that, if she's right, that means something was going badly wrong for some time. And this in an organisation that was calling everyone else out. And so we needed to be told, look, we have called everyone else out. For goodness sake, they've gone after Cardinal Dolan. They've gone after this one and that one and the other one. I mean, come on. You know, if you're going to play NFL, like, you know, if you're going to play with the big boys, you know, you have to take it when it comes to your turn. And there can't be any of this, oh, I'm not going into details and that kind of thing. Too bad you made everyone else go into details. So now you go into detail, and for your own good and the good of your soul as well. I always liked Forrest. I wouldn't like to be on the receiving end of his anger, but I always liked him. Theologically, he was very sound. Uh, I, I thought he was very sound. I liked the way he turned the guns 360, and he blasted away at, at, at nearly everyone. And I would admire him totally if he had done, like, I think this story was in the Tum Herald, the local tube newspaper uh, some years ago. Uh, the editor told the story about an editor out in New Zealand uh, who had such integrity that when he uh, was caught, I think it was drunk driving, he insisted on writing the story himself and tore strips off himself uh, because he had been very hard on everyone else. I would have thought more of Michael if he had used the whip on himself, not literally, in front of the Catholic world, and said, I have called you to account, now I must stand to account. Yeah, in front of you. But look, it's easy to talk. I, I wish him well. I've at times been inspired by him, at times disedified. But he has never been less than stimulating, he has never been less than interesting, and I believe he has contributed very significantly because we are a very sinful church. Okay, all of us. And, and we, need, we need this. Maybe Christine Niles will come back. She has left and head the thing up herself. Uh, I must say I like her. I like her style. Uh, they need a charismatic figure, I think, at the helm, and she certainly has charisma. And I, I wish Michael well. Maybe we'll see him again down the line. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's involved. It'll depend on how, th on how things go. I, but I, think about what I said. Should we not be in a different place and handling these things in a more Christian manner? And, and Christian manner doesn't remotely imply getting away with them. I don't know. Will you g g give it a bit of thought? And uh, you say a prayer for Michael Voris, for Christine Niles, for Church Militant. Because that work that they're doing needs doing. It may not need doing in exactly the way they were doing it, but it needs doing. God bless you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.